you are listening to Pursumedia Minutes. Here is the bottom line and above, from Pursumedia Weekly Newsletter, published on March 8, 2023. Looking for the pony in the dung heap. An optimistic mood has returned to analysts and observers in Tehran following the visit there by IAEA Director General Rafael Grossi this past weekend. The Pursumedia Daily Summary tracked Iranian perspectives on the visit, as they shifted from trepidation, to relief, and then optimism. Unpacking what was agreed to, however, is a bit like cracking open one of those Russian matryoshka dolls, the closer one gets to the core of the matter, the less impressive the payoff seems to be. Grossi did not help matters when, upon his return to Vienna, he announced Iran had agreed to reinstall the IAEA monitoring equipment it had disabled last year at its nuclear facilities. That drew a quick denial from authoritative Iranian sources, and Grossi himself had to walk back his statement, admitting that additional technical talks in the near future would be required to determine how and how much monitoring of Iran's nuclear sites would be restored. The joint statement published by the IAEA and Iran on March 4 indicates that Iran, on a voluntary basis will allow the IAEA to implement further appropriate verification and monitoring activities, modalities to be determined. The temptation to put a cynical spin on this outcome is hard to resist. A beleaguered Iranian government desperately needed a win to provide hope to a population battered by inflation and a plummeting rial, angered by the Nizam's insouciant response to repeated poison gas attacks on schoolgirls, and still simmering over the killing last September of a young Kurdish woman for insufficient hijab. The constructive talks with Grossi headed off IAEA condemnation, held out hope for further progress, and even helped the Rial regain some of its evanescent value. The successful visit helps President Ebrahim Raisi counter his rival's accusations of incompetence, and all Tehran really has agreed to is a promise to cooperate and hold more talks, and the Iranians are past masters in engaging in interminable discussions barren of result. Raisi can pocket these gains and kick the nuclear can down the road for another quarter. So one may be forgiven for giving the side eye to the outcome of Grossi's visit. And yet, there may be grounds for optimism. The cynical scenario suggests that the Raisi government will be content with the short-term fillip it has received and continue to muddle along hoping its circumstances will improve. That is certainly possible, but does Raisi have the leeway to be complacent? Despite all its bravado, the Nizam remains very nervous about the risk of renewed protests. As noted in the daily summary, Iran's Friday prayer leaders for months have preached sermons aimed at reassuring the faithful that the Nizam is stable and secure, a sign that many of the faithful had their doubts. IRGC Major General Yahya Rahim Safavi has publicly fretted that Iran is losing the cognitive war with the West, and the Nizam has in recent weeks closed newspapers reporting on rising food prices and arrested journalists reporting on the poisoning of schoolgirls. The situation is so dire that reformists have called for Raisi's resignation, principalists have accused him of incompetence and are distancing themselves from his administration, and even the IRGC-affiliated media have demanded he take action to fix Iran's problems. The cynical interpretation accurately assumes that the Nizam can muddle through without a return to the JCPOA, the same may not be true for Raisi. Raisi almost certainly is on the short list to succeed Supreme Leader Ali Khamenei, but his chances of making it to the top of Iran's greasy pole grow vanishingly small if his presidency is deemed a failure.
Majlis Speaker Mohammad Bagir Ghalibaf, like Raisi, a protege of Khamenei, has criticized Raisi's performance and likely still harbors ambitions to be president. If widespread protests reignite, elite support for Raisi could drain away rapidly, especially if working-class and rural Iranians protest, which a failing economy makes more likely. Raisi needs to turn things around quickly, and his best option to do so may be to find a way back to the JCPOA and sanctions relief. No one will accuse Raisi of being a deep thinker, but even he may have figured this out. Amwaj Media has reported that the recent talks with Grossi were conducted by the president's team, rather than the usual nuclear negotiators. If accurate, that suggests Raisi is invested in a positive outcome, the president doesn't get involved if he is just stringing you along. Moreover, the joint statement issued with the IAEA says Iran will allow the IAEA to implement further appropriate verification and monitoring activities. They may have trouble agreeing on the modalities, but it suggests Tehran has agreed to some level of IAEA monitoring. And if Iran reneges or can't agree on modalities, it will raise the risk not only of another censure from an angry IAEA board of directors, but also more sanctions. There are a lot of unknowns. Will the IRGC, always suspicious of the JCPOA, oppose Raisi if he makes concessions to revive the JCPOA negotiations? Will Khamenei continue to support Raisi? How much opposition would Raisi face from a principalist majlis? And, finally, can Raisi offer something that would entice a deeply skeptical U.S. administration to come back to the table, especially with the next U.S. presidential election on the horizon? So, no one is predicting that it will be all rainbows and lollipops. But neither is it a given that no progress can be expected. It seems ironic that Iran's rough-and-tumble factional politics, which so often have undermined efforts to reach agreement with the West, might actually prod a hardline president to try to make a deal. But perhaps it is not so strange, every Iranian president since Khamenei became supreme leader has tried to reach out to the US, sometimes clumsily, sometimes effectively. If Raisi in fact chooses to go down that difficult road, he certainly won't be the first one to do so. Pursue Media provides media research, open-source intelligence, AI-driven analytics, and strategic communications consultancy. For more information or to subscribe to Pursue Media products and services, please get in touch with us.